I am Srimati Karuna, the director of the Gandhi Memorial Center in Washington, D.C. I bring to you this series, Speaking of Gandhi, sharing the messages from the life of the Mahatma. Mahatma Gandhi once said, If ever I am asked to choose my life partner again, I would choose Kasturba for many a life to come. In this episode of our Speaking of Gandhi podcast, we will look to this partnership, this friendship, the marriage of Kasturba and Mohandas Gandhi, of Ba and Bapu. All who knew Kasturba Gandhi knew her as Ba. She was mother not only to her children, and all who lived in the ashram, but perhaps to all of India. There are few memoirs or biographies that exist about Kasturba Gandhi. She was illiterate for much of her life, and so very little of her own writing is available. And her grandson, Arun Gandhi, has written that her family records, as well as the government records of births and deaths in her family, were washed away in floods that affected Porbandar at the turn of the century. Porbandar being the hometown to both Kasturba and Mohandas Gandhi. She was born Kastur Kapadia in 1869, the same year as her husband. She grew up as the middle of three children in a wealthy family. Her parents were Gokaldas and Rijkunmurba, Kapadia. Her father was once a mayor of Porbandar and had inherited the trading house dealing in cloth, grain, and cotton shipments to markets in Africa and Arabia. But despite their wealth, the Kapadias lived quite simply. Child marriage was still the accepted practice in Porbandar in the 1870s, and the union of the two families the Gandhis and the Kapadias, was a natural one. They were neighbors, and in accounts of first-hand knowledge of Kastur as a young lady, she was known to be intelligent, independent, and fearless. Gandhiji's mother, Putlebai, as mother-in-law to Kastur, would become one of the most important people in Kastur's life. Rajkunwarba Kabhadia, Kastur's mother, knew Putlebai Gandhi well as a friend and neighbor, and she was sure that this gentle and devout woman would do no harm to her only daughter. Kastur and Mohandas set out for their new life in Rajkot, Gujarat, with his family at the age of 13. In the Gandhi household, everyone was expected to participate in household chores. Even the Diwan himself, Karabchan Gandhi, was said to have been found sitting under a tree in the courtyard peeling vegetables while receiving official visitors. Kasturba's mother-in-law was so devout and pure in her rituals each day. She would not eat without first saying her prayers and would not pray without first bathing. Her daily rituals of purification had become the regimen for the entire household. 
we can already imagine the influence of Karamchand and Putlibai Gandhi on young Kastur and Mohan, and the experiences that shaped their life together in the following decades, particularly the ashram observances and practice that they continued in their daily routine. Through all the ups and downs of familial life that Kasturba and Mohandas K. Gandhi encountered together, they both set out on a path that would take them far and wide across the globe. After Gandhiji returned from his studies, legal studies in Britain, back to India to rejoin his family, he later brought them to South Africa, where a real struggle for freedom began. Kasturba was there as his partner every step of the way, from South Africa back to India, from Mumbai, Ahmedabad, and Warda. She joined him in prison, and she brought with her the fearlessness, the commitment, dedication, and she carried with her the conviction of not only the partnership with her husband, but the leading role of women in the independence movement of India. When Mahatma Gandhi was incarcerated in 1922, for an article he wrote in the Young India newspaper, Kasturba issued the following message, giving to the people of India a constructive program of activity. Listen now as Michelle Tribulek reads the message from Kasturba Gandhi, Mrs. Gandhi. My dear countrymen and countrywomen, my dear husband has been sentenced today to six years' simple imprisonment. While I cannot deny that this heavy sentence has, to some extent, told upon me, I have consoled myself with the thought that it is not beyond our powers to reduce that sentence and release him by our own exertions long before his term of imprisonment is over. I have no doubt that if India wakes up and seriously undertakes to carry out the constructive program, we shall succeed not only in releasing him, but also in solving to our satisfaction all the three issues for which we have been fighting and suffering. The remedy, therefore, lies with us. If we fail, the fault will be ours. I, therefore, appeal to all men and women who feel for me and have regard for my husband to wholeheartedly concentrate on the constructive program and make it a success. Among all the items of the program, he laid the greatest stress on the spinning wheel and kadar. Our success in these will not only solve the economic problem of India in relation to the masses, but also free us from our political bondage. India's first answer then to Mr. Gandhi's conviction should be that all men and women adopt Kadar and persuade others to do so. We make it a religious duty to spin and produce yarn every day and persuade others to do so. The American journalist Vincent Sheen, in his book Lead Kindly Light, 
suggests that Kasturba was ready to go with Gandhi in whatever path his conscience led him. But there were times when she questioned his thought process and decisions. In the book The Forgotten Woman, written by Mahatma Gandhi's grandson, Arun Gandhi, he tells of the story that one day, as Mohandas worked, Ba Kasturba appeared in his room and asked what he was writing. She seldom inquired about such matters. Mahatma Gandhi replied, I'm writing a letter to Viceroy. The British have been spreading falsehoods about the Quit India movement. And Ba asked, What kind of falsehoods? They're telling people that the Quit India movement was seeking violent overthrow of British administration. They are trying to find sympathy for their repression at home and abroad. Mahatma Gandhi was intrigued by Kasturba's curiosity since she hardly ever showed interest in political affairs. He explained the details of the British propaganda and its effect on people around the world. He said, As you know, we were all arrested even before we could launch the struggle. So how do they conclude that we were planning violence? And Kasturba responded, I hope this does not mean you will go on another fast. Remember, you are not getting younger and these fasts take a heavy toll on your health. You worry unnecessarily. But how did you conclude that I will go on a fast? After so many years, how could I not know? I think I know you better than you think. Kasturba knew that Mohandas would do what he had to do, and she had no doubt that he was in the right. She expressed her genuine concern about his health, but if a fast were the only recourse against the British, then she would support her husband fully. Arun Gandhi and his wife Sunanda have written that, however, the others in the palace prison were alarmed to learn that Mohandas might embark on another fast. Later, some of them tried to reason with him, including Dr. Sushila Nair, medical advisor to the whole ashram family. She pointed out that the last time Mohandas had fasted, in 1939, his condition became grave within five days. Since then, he had grown older, and the hardships of prison life had sapped his energy, making the possibility of his withstanding such an ordeal extremely doubtful. But Bapu Mohandas Gandhi rejected her arguments, and Dr. Nair tried a different approach. Did he think that his wife, Kasturba, who also in her delicate state of health, would be able to endure the strain of worry if he undertook another long fast? Well, Bapu responded to that curiosity. None of you know Ba as well as I do. She has tremendous strength. She will bear the strain better than any of you.
Bapu agreed to temporarily put aside his letter to the viceroy. He would seek and obey God's divine guidance. For the next week he sat quietly for half an hour each day, lost in meditation, while everyone anxiously awaited the outcome. One afternoon, Sarojini Naidu said, It is good Bapu has agreed to listen to the command of God. In his present state of health, even God will not ask him too fast. But Kasturba replied, I agree, but don't forget one thing. It is he who is going to translate God's command. I look forward to sharing with you more messages each week from the life of Mahatma Gandhi. As he said, my life is my message. Vaishnava.